Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for just about 13 minutes. That's not very long, but that keeps us in God's Word, and that thereby helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God, to have a more spiritual mindset, to be able to deal with whatever life throws at us every day, but it also helps us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, you know people in your life, undoubtedly, probably some within your own family, in fact, who need to change their thinking, their focus. They need to grow in their faith and they need to start thinking about their relationship with God and their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing every day with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody start to think about their soul salvation, about their relationship with God, about eternity. You may help them grow in their faith. You may help them turn their life around. And ultimately, you may help them get to heaven by getting them into these studies every day. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about distracted driving, (laughs) but not distracted driving as we would normally think about it, driving down the street getting behind the wheel of our car or pickup truck or minivan or whatever it might be, and getting distracted by our cell phone or maybe getting distracted by uh, the radio or maybe something we see on the side of the road. And ultimately, those kinds of distractions can lead to disaster, can't they? Car accidents, maybe even serious injuries or death. But that's not really what we're talking about, but that gets the idea across to us. We're talking about distracted driving on the straight and narrow way. Jesus said there's one way to eternal life in heaven, and that is through the narrow gate and or through the straight gate and the narrow way. That is the narrow pathway, the straight way that is the pathway of truth, God's truth, and that leads us straight to heaven. He said, unfortunately, The few are following that way. They're traveling through life down that pathway. But he said the many are going down the eight-lane highway towards self-destruction, and that is eternal condemnation in hell. No holds barred, no rules, do whatever you want, be as wicked as you want, as sinful as you want. Well, they're distracted by all the things around them that they see as pleasures of life but that are really just statements and actions of sinfulness, unfaithfulness, ungodliness. We looked at the account of Martha, the sister of Mary, the sister of Lazarus, and Martha, along with her sister and brother, ultimately became close friends of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ while he was on this earth. But upon their first meeting, as she invited Jesus into her home, and he came in teaching. Martha, at some point, decided it's time to fix a dinner. So she got up and started preparing a meal. And the text says that she was distracted. 
Her sister Mary stayed at the feet of Jesus and continued to listen to everything he said. Martha, distracted by her sense of need or responsibility to get a meal ready, she became distracted also by her sense of of, uh, resentment toward her sister that resulted from her distraction of being short-sighted. She was not focused on the most important thing, and that was listening to the Savior teach the gospel, but she was focused on preparing a meal for him. Now, that might have sounded honorable, but it was not the most important thing. And so when she lashed out, and we might get the sense that partially that was lashing out at Jesus, saying, don't you see my sister is not helping me? Tell her to get up and help me fix this meal. And she was certainly lashing out at her sister. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you're caught up in many worries. But one thing is best. One thing is better. And Mary is taking care of that. She's paying attention to that. She's listening to me teach. And that is not going to be taken away from her. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. But you get the sense of what what the text says. And so Martha had a lesson to learn. She had been distracted by a sense of responsibility, by a sense of short-sightedness. She was distracted also by a sense of resentment toward her sister because her sister wasn't getting up and helping her prepare the meal. She was sitting there listening to Jesus teach. Well, Martha, though, learned her lesson. I feel confident of that. And she and her sister and brother became close friends of Jesus, close friends. And she came herself to believe in Jesus with all of her heart as God's Son and the Lord and Savior. There are other things that can distract us from our faithful walk with God. In Revelation 2 and verse 10, Jesus said, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. The scriptures of the New Testament repeatedly emphasize that Christianity is not a sprint, it is a marathon. It is a lifestyle. It isn't for the rest of our life, every day, throughout our life, until the Lord comes again or until we breathe our last upon this earth. And so be faithful until death. In other words, stay on that straight and narrow pathway of God's truth that leads us to heaven and make sure you don't stumble over into that eight-lane highway that leads to eternal condemnation in hell. What are some other distractions that can get us off course? Well, the biggest one that we might quickly recognize would be simply sin. Sin. In James chapter 1, James chapter 1, James writes this, beginning with verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. Now, the sense of that being who endures temptation without giving in to temptation. Remember Eve in the garden? Quickly, in the Genesis account, after she and her husband were placed in the garden by God, probably the nearest thing to paradise on earth that this world has ever seen, she became distracted by sin. The devil presented himself before her and began tempting her. And she made a big mistake. She sinned, and everything changed that day. 
not just for her, not just for her and her husband, but for mankind and the world. James says, blessed is the man who endures temptation, and of course, without succumbing to it. For when we have, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life. Be faithful until death, remember, and I will give you the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot tempt, cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Oh, distracted by sin? Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. James chapter 1, verses 12 through, through uh, 14. Well, the wages of sin is death. Romans 6 and verse 23. Now the converse is the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Same verse. Which one do we choose? Well, all of us would say, I want the eternal life. Okay, but which path are you on? Are you staying focused? on keeping on that straight, narrow pathway of God's truth that leads to heaven? Or are you stumbling off the pathway into the ditch on either side? Have you stumbled over into that eight-lane highway that leads to eternal condemnation because it's covered with sin? Sin is a great distraction in life. The devil was very, very skillful in presenting wrong as looking good and presenting righteousness as looking bad. He's skillful at that. When he tempted Eve, he did not say, hey, <laughs> renounce God. He did not say that. He does not have to make atheists of people. He just has to get us into the pathway of sin. He just has to lure us away from faithfulness to God on a consistent basis. He talked to her about if you eat of this particular fruit that God has told you not to eat of, you're not going to die. You're going to become like God, knowing good and evil. Now, can you imagine the thoughts that raced through Eve's mind? I'll become like God? Well, you'll know good and evil because you would have entered into evil. And she did. And as I said, everything changed that day. Everything changed at that moment. James says, we're lured into temptation, lured into sin. By the way, the devil tries to tempt us to turn away from God, at least in degrees. And as he lures us through temptation to turn away even in degrees, well, the degrees become more and more pronounced. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents, because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God, his own people, Notice this, than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Sin is a distraction 
the devil uses all the time and very skillfully and powerfully to try to distract us, to get us away from that straight and narrow pathway of living by God's teachings consistently. We'll talk about some other distractions on the road to heaven, the straight and narrow. Next time, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for laying out that pathway of truth, your truth, that really leads us in the best life that we can live in this world and points us toward eternal life with you where there will be no more pain or sickness or sorrow or suffering. Oh my, no more death. Help us to see the wisdom. Help us to see the advantage of walking down that pathway and living that life. Please protect us from all of the wiles of the devil to lead us off that path and help people to see your way all over the world. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.